The 72 disciples are given their instructions as they are sent by the Lord to preach and to witness to the truth. Rely on God and God alone for everything. Take no money bag, no sack, no sandals. Offer the gift of Christ's peace, a peace which the world cannot give. Do the work of Jesus Christ and by extension, boast only in the cross of Jesus Christ, for through it we are made a new creation, and our sins unconditionally, mercifully, and most lovingly forgiven. Now upon their return from their preaching journey, the 72 are overjoyed because of its success. People listened to them, they believed them, they cured the sick, they cast out demons who listened to them and were subjected to them. At this point, Jesus redirects their joy, their happiness, and their sense of success, telling them, rather than delight in these accomplishments, to rejoice that their names are written in heaven, in the book of life, where we find true, everlasting, divine joy, and delight. We carry the name Christian in our beings. As a result of baptism into the death, life, and resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, we not only receive and are given the name Christian, the sacrament of baptism also affects an ontological change in our existence. In addition to being children made in the image and likeness of God, we share Christ's bearers. We, are his we share his divine life now as part of us. We are marked forever for Jesus Christ. We are claimed forever by Jesus Christ. We belong to Jesus Christ now and forever, both in life and in death, we are his. Along with this identification with Jesus and this incorporation into Christ, his life, grace, and love come to us as do expectations and responsibilities for us on our part. Among these are to acknowledge the free and gratuitous gift of God, to live the way of life which God demands of us and writes in our hearts souls, minds, and spirit, and to witness and testify to the truth, the truth who is God, without being ashamed to do so and without equivocation. As he stood before Pilate on Good Friday, Jesus proclaimed that he had come to bear witness to the truth. Pilate's haunting questions in response to Jesus ring even true for us to this day. They demand a response from us. Truth. What is truth? Part of truth, like faith, is a series, is a series of propositions about God, the Christian way of life, and our acceptance of these propositions and realities. 
Yet truth is much more than this. It is also a person, God, in fact, together with beauty, goodness, and love. Truth is at the very core and the essence of God's Trinitarian life, a life which he shares with us. As we are made in the image and likeness of God, by grace and God's free election, and are drawn deeper and deeper into his divine life, even here now on earth. The rudimentary elements of God's beauty, goodness, love, and truth are inscribed in us, one might even say wired into our heart, mind, soul, spirit, at the moment of our conception. Pilate's question on the eve of Jesus' Paschal mystery what is truth remains a contemporary question and awaits our response. How then are we to testify to the truth? How are we convincingly to proclaim that the kingdom of God is at hand? Through our way of life, by doing what is right and just before God in his sight and at all times, by living the grace received at baptism, which grafts us, as it were, into the Trinitarian life so lavishly and freely bestowed upon us, by expressing and by espousing God's concerns and his priorities, by, by emulating the example of Jesus Christ in all that we think, do, and say, by obeying natural law as well as God's infused divine law in our souls, written also in our heart and in our mind. The Catechism of the Catholic Church reminds us of our duty to take part in the life of the Church and impels us to act as credible witnesses for the Gospel. May the body and blood, soul and divinity of our Lord and Savior, our God, Lord Jesus Christ, fill us with the strength and courage we need to so live.